0: Hi everyone, my name is Conley Creekler, and I am a first year radiation oncology resident at the University of Alberta. Welcome to the Learn Oncology podcast series. This podcast series is produced alongside Dr. Paris Ingledu, a radiation oncologist at the BC Cancer Agency. The goal of this podcast is to familiarize listeners with the pertinent topics and core concepts in oncology. We are launching a new series called Cancer Careers to hopefully help our listeners decide if oncology is the right fit for them. This series will explore paths to different specialties and niches within oncology in a casual conversation setting. We hope you find this episode helpful. Today we have Dr. Adele Dumering, a radiation oncologist from the Cross Cancer Institute in Edmonton, Alberta. Dr. Dumering completed her radiation oncology residency at the University of Alberta, following which she began a staff position at the Cross Cancer Institute, and most recently began serving as the program director for the radiation oncology residency program at the University of Alberta. As such, it's no surprise she has a special interest in helping trainees find their paths in medicine. Welcome, Dr. Dumering, and thank you again so much for being here today.
1: Thanks so much for having me, Conley. I'm really excited to be on this podcast.
0: Yeah, and you know, hopefully it's not um, too brutal having to be here early in the morning to have this recorded before your clinic day takes off. Dr. Dumaring, uh here we try to keep things as light as possible, so I do have a few icebreakers lined up to get to know you. Um, so first off, and probably a contentious one, uh, are you a dog or cat person?
1: <laughs> Definitely dog, preferably large ones.
0: Okay, okay, do you have a favourite breed?
1: a labrador retriever.
0: Ooh, good pick. Good pick. Hopefully we haven't upset too many cat people. <laughs> Second, another contentious one. Do you prefer coffee or tea?
1: Coffee, hands down.
0: Okay. Now, light roast, dark roast?
1: Really any kind of coffee? Um, black.
0: Okay. Okay. Good to know. The third, What was your favorite movie or TV show from this year?
1: That's a tough one. I feel like a lot of good stuff came out, surprisingly, during the pandemic. Um, I'm gonna have to say The Queen's Gambit.
0: Oh, nice. Another strong female role, great to see. And then last, but certainly not least, if you could have any superpower, what would it be?
1: I don't know if I'm allowed to say healing powers for this one, because it would make my job a lot easier. Um, But I think that would be pretty cool.
0: That seems, that seems like a good pick. I'm sure it could also come in handy in other settings as well. So, with all of those out of the way, and I feel like we know you, you know, as well as your parents must, um, why don't we hop into it? So, you are a radiation oncologist, which, while it sounds similar, is not a radiologist. So, how would you describe what your job is, say, at a cocktail party?
1: Yeah, so I guess briefly, cancer can be cut out, so surgical oncology, it can be treated with drugs, that's medical oncology, or it can be zapped with radiation, and that's what I do, radiation oncology. So. I kind of get to serve as a liaison between the clinical side of things, seeing patients and determining if radiation is appropriate and explaining to them what that entails and the technical side of things, actually planning out their radiation and ensuring it's delivered safely and effectively, working alongside dosimetrists and medical physicists. Um, so it's a great variety. I spend part of my time face to face with patients and the other other part in of my office. Um, I see a mix of different tumour sites and palliative and um, curative intent treatments, and I get to do some teaching alongside that. Um, There's an academic role, so some people do more research. Um, My academic side is more in the education realm, Um, but yeah, it's a great mix of things, and um, I I think it's a really interesting kind of hidden or mysterious specialty that not everyone really gets to see in medical school.
0: Awesome, well I think that your job kind of sounds like you have a superpower, Uh, and I don't read a lot of comic books, but I'd guess that zapping things with uh, radiation or high-powered energy is basically a superpower. Essentially. Yeah, so now that we know what your specialty consists of, um, what is it that you specifically do? What does your kind of typical day look like?
1: Yeah, so each radiation oncologist treats a couple different tumor sites. So mine are GU, lung, thyroid, and primary unknown malignancies. Um, So I'll spend three to five half days a week in clinic seeing patients with those types of cancers, either new patients, follow ups, or um, people who are currently getting radiation, ensuring that they're doing okay on treatment, not having too much in the way of side effects. And then I spend The other side of my week, sitting in in my office at my desk. Um, Some of that is doing patient related work, um, answering phone calls and organizing um, treatment related things. Um, Some of it is more technical radiation planning, actually sitting down and mapping out on a CT scan where the tumor is, where um, normal organs that we don't want to irradiate are, and working with our planning team to come up with radiation plans. Um, And then some of it is administrative kind of work. So filling out um, forms for, um, say, palliative blue cross and that sort of thing to support a patient. Um, And then I get to do some teaching. So currently I have a resident working with me, so we'll meet and review radiation plans. Um, And then uh, I get to do a little bit of kind of education work for the whole residency program. Um, You know, it's more um, kind of organizational and scheduling um, things right now, but um, sometimes um, I think one of the coolest parts of that job is when the residents come up with an idea, which is quite often, and they're like, hey, can we do this in the program? Um, Getting to work with them to figure out how to implement it and strengthen the residency program. So kind of building um, the program as we go, it's, it's really fun and I think
0: fulfilling. Awesome. Well, that sounds like a very, very cool job. Um, On that note, I wonder if maybe we could talk a little bit about some of your journey getting to radiation oncology and some of your experience with it specifically. So maybe to start with, uh, could you tell us a bit about what you love about your job and what kind of motivates you in it?
1: Yeah, so I think being a radiation oncologist is an amazing job. I really like the diversity of what I get to do in my day, so seeing all kinds of different patients, um, different intents of treatment, even in the palliative realm, there's a lot that you can do with radiation to improve somebody's quality of life. Um, so that's great. I love um, how logical it is. It, it has a kind of surgical mindset without the inconveniences of having to be in an operating room and um, it, you know, we kind of anatomically defined an area where we want to eliminate a tumor and um, it's, there's a bit of an art to doing that um, and, and then we get rid of it with radiation rather than resecting it with surgery so that's I find that really interesting. Um, and I think what motivates me is just working with a huge team of people with the common goal and you know it's it's really apparent when you're in a standalone cancer center like the cross Cancer Institute that come to work and everyone from the volunteers to the physiotherapist to the oncologists are, are working towards, making the patient experience as as best as as we can Um, and that's really fulfilling and motivating
0: awesome so i'm gonna guess that it's not all rainbows sunshine and gamma rays Um, so is there anything that you want to change about your job
1: um that's a tough one because overall i love my job I think the things that i'd want to change are just sort of the inefficiencies and that's probably common to a lot of different physicians in different settings so things like how it can take 10 minutes after seeing a patient to put in orders and requisitions and do a prescription on the computer so the emr is a big stressor Um, and then you know just just things that that we can't necessarily modify, um, but are there like when we see patients, sometimes we just have one clinic room available. So um, patients are sometimes sitting in the waiting room if that room is occupied and that can be especially challenging when you have a learner and um, you know you wanna give them the independence to go in and do a full assessment. Um, but you're kinda of sitting there while they're doing that if there's only one, one room available. So space is always an issue. But we, we work around that. I don't think it's negatively impacted any of the um, experiences that our medical students or residents have had.
0: Okay, awesome. And another thing, just as I know currently in Western Canada, there are some very, very cool and impressive women in radiation oncology but it does seem to be that there are a lot of men in the field. Do you feel that there are any special or unique advantages to being a woman in radiation oncology?
1: Yeah, so I thought a little bit about this. Um, I don't want to invoke gender stereotypes, but, um, you know, I have colleagues who started working around the same time as me um, who have, you know, started or added to their families, and I think radiation oncology is a specialty where um, it's, it's easier, I guess, than other specialties to take um, parental leave and to not have that negatively impact your, your practice. We're not running a business here. Um, we all work at a hospital or a cancer center, and um, we're independent contractors. So it's not like um, you know you're a family doctor where you're trying to keep a business afloat while um, trying to start a family. So. Um, if, if you wanted to take a leave, um, you know it's very easy to say that you're taking six or 12 months and um, somebody else will take care of um, trying to you know, fill that position for you while you're away and you will have a job to come back to. Um, there's also a lot of flexibility in our schedules and that's something that medical students and residents don't always realize because they're in an environment where they don't have a lot of control over their time, but as a practicing oncologist, there's often um, the ability to, you know if you have to see a patient, you can decide I'm going to see that patient on Wednesday in the afternoon if you have something else in the morning and, you know, you can kind of um, control and and space out your work a little more than in other hospital based specialties. Um, And then, you know, we also get good vacations. So here at the Cross Cancer, I get eight weeks off a year and I can essentially take those weeks whenever I want. So if, you know, if somebody wanted to take them during school holidays, as long as they could find coverage for their practice, um, that would be no problem. So I think the flexibility really, um, you know, it it facilitates um, a kind of good work-life balance for um, people, female or male, who um, are are looking to balance work with interests and family outside of that.
0: Awesome. And I'm going to, again, not invoking uh, gender stereotypes, because I definitely love shoes, but... Not having to be in scrubs every day, I'm sure, means you can wear some nice sneakers or fancier shoes as well.
1: <laughs> yeah, we're, uh, we're lucky here. Our dress code is pretty casual, basically anything goes.
0: Perfect. So outside from clinical practice, is there anything that really fascinates you about your field, whether it's the academic, teaching, research, or just general patient interaction side of things?
1: You know, right now it's really medical education because that's something new to me. I've I've been program director for about six months now, and I'm still learning a ton. So I, you know, I'm I'm really interested in just um, going to conferences. I'm going to the international conference on Reg- resident education later this month and talking to other program directors and um, just you know figuring out um, how how we can make our program the best we can be. A lot of that comes from the residents. Um, we're a program that's. I think pretty um, laid back, and um, you know, I I like to think that I'm fairly approachable and and the residents will let me know if there's something that needs to be adjusted in the program. So um, you know, just in having conversations with our residents and also the other radiation oncologists, I'm getting really great ideas for what we can do. And I, I find that really interesting that um, this is something that we can all work together to, to build. And in a sp- small program, you can enact change pretty quickly. So that, that's what fascinates me outside of the clinical side of radiation oncology.
0: Cool, cool. So my next question. Uh, how do you think your specialty will change in the next five to ten years? Other than hopefully it not occurring during a pandemic.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, so I think radiation is is going to become more utilized and and um, more important because patients are in general living longer with cancer. We've got better systemic therapies. So. Um, You know, metastatic cancer um, in in some tumour sites has almost become like a chronic disease. So these are people that um, we'll see repeatedly um, and and need to treat, um, you know, in the metastatic setting with radiation. And and we do have the ability now to treat metastases with an ablative dose or a high dose of radiation um, and essentially get rid of them. So I think there will be more of a role for that. Um, It's called SBRT. Um, and, you know, also just managing um, kind of alongside that, the, the clinical things that come with living longer with cancer. Um, so, you know, there's new technology. There's PSMA PET scan, um, which I'm seeing in uh, already starting to see in some of the prostate cancer um, patients that we see. And um, we have um, the MR-LINAC um, coming about. And an MR Sim, so these are things that will allow us to um, deliver radiation more um, precisely and accurately. Um, but you know, with those things also come um, interesting questions as to how we're g- going to use radiation in these settings. So um, I think there there's a lot of room for new protocols and research in those areas, and we already have some in development for PSMA PET in prostate cancer. So it's exciting to be a part of that.
0: Wow! Super cool. So my very last question for you is what advice would you give to your younger self other than don't agree to be interviewed early in the morning? (laughs)
1: Um, So I think you know looking back to medical school and even residency it's 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 a tough time right. Um, There's a lot of uncertainty and um, it's hard choosing a specialty so I think um, you know in medicine it's important to just keep an open mind and to uh, just to I guess have trust that you'll find a, a space for yourself medicine is a huge field and there I, th- I really think there's a niche for everyone um, and, and you know it's it's just a matter of kind of going around and exploring different specialties and looking to find your people to kind of figure out what area you'd be happy in and you know even within a specialty um, as I, I'm learning in radiation oncology there's a lot that you can do to kind of control or craft um, your own career so if you're interested in certain research areas or something like education like I'm doing now you can really work to facilitate that being your career so yeah just kind of ask around and explore and kind of keep an open mind it's really exciting to be a medical student and to get to be a tourist in lots of different areas of medicine. So just enjoy that, and um, uh, you know, trust that you will find your place.
0: Awesome! Thank you so so much for all of your amazing insights today, as well as the inspiration. Before we head off, I'm wondering, do you have any final words for the listeners? An elevator pitch for your specialty, or a new show that you think is going to be just as good as The Queen's Gambit?
1: <laughs> um, I watched the, tr- the trailer for Squid Game yesterday and it was a little terrifying, so I'm not sure I'm going to watch that one, but um, I'm sure there will be more down the pipeline. Um, in terms of the specialty, I really encourage medical students to just expose themselves to it. So, um, you know, reach out to your local radiation oncology program administrator or program director. Um, you can email them and, you know, just ask if you can come by and shadow for half a day and just get to see what we do. Um, I think a couple myths associated with radiation oncology. Um, uh, one is you don't have to be interested in physics or good at physics. You know We have strong physics teaching. You learn everything that you need for your exam um, during residency, so don't be deterred by by physics or, or math. Um, there's really not that much that, that you need to know. That's what our medical physicists are there for. Um, and uh, yeah, I think it's just a really great, great program. The job market is opening up. So it's, um, you know, don't, don't pick your future career based on current job prospects because things do change. And um, everyone that I know who graduated in radiation oncology is working in an area that they're happy working in. So, um, you know, I, I, I don't think that jobs um, are as bad as, they, as people think they are in the specialty yeah, so you know, consider it. it's a it's a great option, and we look forward to having you come by the cross cancer.
0: Awesome. Thank you again for joining us today, Dr. Dumering. It was such a pleasure getting to know you more and your journey. And on that note, we won't keep you from the rest of your morning of work. Thanks.
1: Thanks, Conley.
0: To our listeners, thank you for tuning in, and we will provide more helpful episodes in the future. If you'd like to learn more, check out our website, learnoncology.ca. We also have an Instagram handle, at learnoncologyca.